Hello and welcome to Redeemer Radio's 2021 Spring Shareathon. Shareathon was a great success, but we could still use your help. Please visit RedeemerRadio.com to make your donation and please share this audio with friends and family. Welcome back to the uh, Redeemer Radio Shareathon. Uh, we're in for the um, St. Monica Hour. And we'll get to who's here right away. Um, I, I'm going to let them introduce themselves, but I think everybody knows Father Jacob Myers is, is the pastor there. And I'm going to ask him to uh, lead us off with a prayer, and then we'll get into the uh, nitty-gritty of what we're going to be doing and how we're going to do it. Okay? Awesome. Let's begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, in this year of St. Joseph, the protector of the church, we ask that through his intercession, we might follow after his example, caring and placing the Blessed Mother and our Lord center in our lives, caring for the home. We ask that through St. Joseph's intersection, we might be bold as he was bold in protecting the Holy Family. We pray that this time of share might be blessed and that we might indeed accomplish the mission, which is not only the raising of funds, but the raising of funds so that the gospel might go out to the whole world. We ask all these things through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay, welcome back. So my name is George Khalil. I'll be the host for this afternoon, for this hour. Um, once again, we're with St. Monica. We've got a couple of parishioners and Father Jacob here, and I'll just have them go around the table and introduce themselves, say what they do, and then we'll get into the big part of how much money we're trying to raise this hour, what our goal is, because we always have a goal for the hour. So. Sounds good. Well, okay. I'll begin. And so we'll go we'll go around this room here. I'm Father Jacob. I am uh, originally from this area. Just in case y'all was wondering, I went to Holy Cross grade school. I'm a crusader. Then uh, out to St. Pius the 10th Parish. And now I've been the pastor at St. Monica's for almost five glorious years. <laughs> I have been so blessed and spoiled to be in Mishawaka. So it's been a lot of fun. And I'm joined with a couple of the flock. And, uh, and I need you all to pray for them diligently. These poor people. <laughs> please, please. Uh, my name is Antonio Marquis, and I work for the parish. I, I in general, serve uh, assisting with the sacraments and all sorts of projects that Father Jacob dreams up. Uh, so I guess you could say that uh, about 50% of my work is chasing him around and trying to keep him in line. And Pray he for gets me. his steps in, that's okay. for sure. <laughs> and my name is Rachel Myers. I am a new parishioner at um, St. Monica's, and I am hoping to start a... Catechesis of the Good Shepherd Atrium at St. Monica's this fall. They're all so. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We didn't have your mic on. Go ahead and do that. <laughs> Look at that. Now you only did it that once was, and now you got to do it again. That was a really good practice. <laughs> now, now go for the real thing. My name is Rachel Myers, and I'm a new parishioner at St. Monica's, and I am hoping to start a level one catechesis of the Good Shepherd Atrium there this fall. So, okay. Yeah, working with okay. little ones. That was a practice. We no, no, we had it this time. Thank you. Okay, so as we know, we're here to learn some things about St. Monica and have a nice little discussion, have some fun. But we're also here to raise some money. That's absolutely uh, right. We start out with a goal. And I've got a piece of paper here that tells me what the goal is. It says that the goal is $282,000. You know, that's a great goal. Did you think you can hit that? <laughs> hey, you know, it's a that, goal. There's lots of goals in life. Some you I, achieve, some you don't. <laughs> but, you know, it's good to shoot for the stars. Actually, I think I missed that was the overall goal for the the uh, thon which is a nice amount of money. And we have to understand that we are supported by you, 
on the radio station. We get absolutely no money from the diocese. We don't get any money from the Bishop's Appeal. It all comes from listeners. Um, and that's what we need to, to function. Um, your actual goal is $3,000. And so Which I think it's a that nice share of that. It is a nice share of that. And it's something where I think at St. Monica's, we really espouse the, the philosophy that the Lord is greatly generous. And when we are generous, the Lord promises he will not be outdone in his generosity. So, there you, go. you know, the Lord says to be bold. And so I think that especially all of you listeners out there to please call or text give to 260-436-9598. Or you can get online, RedeemerRadio.com backslash give. And let's make sure those pledges come in to the St. Monica hour and help us to accomplish our goal of $3,000. If we all do a little bit, we can accomplish a lot. And that $3,000 will help us get us a lot closer to that 200 something thousand dollar goal, <laughs> which when you think about all the good that comes into this diocese through Redeemer Radio, that's not a whole lot when you think about it. Like we deal with a lot of different budgets in the church. We deal with a lot of different line items. And when I hear that line item, I go, all of this for that? It's amazing. It is amazing. Now we can help. We'll get you some help on your way to that goal because Notre Dame Federal Credit Union has uh, said that they would uh, give us a five hundred dollar match if we hit twenty pledges during this hour. Nice. Now those pledges don't have to be for a thousand dollars each. We'll take it. Mm-hmm. They can be for ten dollars, five dollars, whatever you can give. A cup of coffee, a couple cups of coffee. You know, the price of a couple cups of coffee. Becomes a pledge. The pledge turns into five hundred dollars. I gotta, you know, give a shout out to Notre Dame Federal Credit Union and the amazing work that they are doing in the diocese right now, supporting Catholic education, supporting our parishes. I know when we par- uh, began to partner with them, they have, you know, been so generous. Over ten thousand dollars in tuition assistance, so helping young people come to faith through our Catholic education system, and that's just our one parish. And so I really want to give them props for all that they're doing. They they take the the different things they're doing a great service to us just in their banking, but they're also then spreading the the fruits of that and and investing in faith, which is such a beautiful thing to see from a Catholic organization. Okay. And then in case you need another incentive, there's a couple of things that, uh, a couple of, I guess, goals. If you give $120, um, which is what it costs to do one hour of programming on this uh, station, $120, you get a nice little green T-shirt. Father, it's right there. You can, oh, you can hold it up. Hey, and show everybody what it looks like. It's a fancy looking, fancy. Green, soft green T-shirt. It is it. soft. It's very nice. It is. It's nice. <laughs> you belong. You belong for $120. $120. For $400, you can get a day sponsorship where you'll have your message of whatever it happens to be. Uh, you know, anniversary greetings, um, memorial for the death of a loved one, whatever on the air, like eight times during the day. Um, so there, there's some things, there's some incentives, and those will, will hopefully help us get there. Wonderful. Okay. And the number again is uh, you can call or text the word give to 260-436-9598. Redeemerradio.com slash give. You can go on the internet and give there. Um, Don't wait till the last minute and give Father Heart Failure. Get some calls in early. Um, It's taking a little longer to get them logged in right now. A new system we got going down there, and I think we're getting the kinks worked out, but it was a little rough this morning. But I think it's uh, so don't wait till the last minute because we want to know we made these goals. Father, let's talk about the subject that we're tired of talking about, but COVID-19. You know, and a year ago, we did this virtually. There wasn't really hardly anybody on the air at all. Uh, most of it was given online. Um, it's kind of nice to be back in a studio again it's with great. some people. Um, it's kind of been nice to get back into churches again, I'm sure, for us. Uh, 
I mean, how's it been for you at uh, St. Monica's? So St. Monica's, things are, are rolling along. We're very excited. I mean, just each little thing. All of a sudden, you know, we give thanks to God for the little things. Uh, and they're ultimately the greatest things in life. And so I'll never forget being able to open up masses again to the public and how thrilling that was for people and how we are now really focused on the Eucharist and the central role that has in our lives. So seeing people come to faith, I think, was absolutely amazing for me. People who were your every Sunday Catholics or even every other Sunday Catholics, you know, those guys, they, they just kind of came. They did what they did. Why? Because grandma said so. And all of a sudden this happens. And to see their response in faith when they returned was was truly moving, giving out uh, the Blessed Sacrament and communion and tears in people's eyes. It's uh, that was awesome. And then, you know, as things progressed, you know, little things that we took for granted. Now, all of a sudden we love. And so we're a big music parish at St. Monica's. We love music. And uh, I'm not going to lie. When I got to announce that we could sing again, people kind of freaked <laughs> out. But I like that most people kind of came up to me. And then it was almost like a public confession at the back of church after that. Father, I have to admit that I never stopped singing. <laughs> I sang underneath my mask really quietly the entire time. And I was so proud. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, that's it's, it's kind of the nature of it. And so those little things, you know, being able to sing at mass, raise our voices uh, in praise to God. Although I do kind of laugh at our seven o'clock mass. That's the uh, that's the early morning mass. That's the quiet mass of the Sunday. And so it's kind of like always Corona apocalypse at the seven o'clock mass, <laughs> even before COVID-19 was a thing. And so uh, I had a great time getting out there and saying, guess what? We can sing again. And they all kind of looked at me and said, you better not make us sing, Father. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been good. It's been great. And uh, a lot of people were afraid that this would send the faithful away, that the faithful wouldn't come back. And unfortunately, I'm sure that will be the case for some. But uh, at St. Monica's, it's, it's certainly uh, people are back to church for the most part, and it's packed. And so you got to get there early to find a seat. Yeah, I think, Father, it has been really beautiful to witness some of that on the level of people returning to receive the sacraments. Uh, a lot of people who may have been afraid to get in the churches a, a year ago or so, coming back and saying, hey, you know, we ha we had a child last year. We were waiting for things to become normal. We realized we, we can't let this uh, be sacrificed any longer. Yeah. I think we probably have 15 or 20 baptisms on the books over the next three or four months, just uh, people in those sorts of circumstances, uh, really realizing the, the grace that comes from that and how that can't be undermined. And, we have, and it's it becomes so much more of a priority in people's lives. Mm -hmm. And I just, just the daily mass crew, I know Rachel, you're always there at daily mass. And uh, it always is amazing to me how many people we have at daily mass. I mean, you have the kids there. I mean, some days it's even over a hundred people at uh, it, it, daily mass. I'm always amazed too. And also during um, times of exposition, when yeah. you have confessions with two priests mm -hmm. and the number of people who are just lined up to receive the sacrament. Um, Trying yeah, to get through all those beautiful. confessions has been rough. I don't know where to put a third priest. <laughs> like I get, I'll get as many priests as they need to hear confessions. But it was, you know, with the Corona guidelines, you know, you can't use the confessionals, right. these things. So there's a lot of things that we have to do. But I, I completely agree with you. I was shocked by that as well. During all of Lent, mm. we couldn't get enough priests to hear confessions. <laughs> it was a beautiful, beautiful thing. And uh, when I think about when I first got to St. Monica's and uh, they didn't have daily mass every day at St. Monica's sometimes. And so uh, I always I chuckle to myself whenever I look out there and I'm just amazed at how many people are there for daily mass. I or, or even adoration. I just kind of laugh because when we when I first got there, there were two people for daily mass. And then uh, after those two people, the, the next day I only got one. And so I was like, I lost half my flock. <laughs> All right, my friends. <laughs> 
I'm sure you're sick of listening to us. And so you know what you need to do? You need to call and text. Call and text give to 260-436-9598. Again, that's call or text give to 260-436-9598. Or you can go online, redeemerradio.com backslash give. And so we really need your support to get to this two thousand or this three thousand dollar. Three thousand dollar uh you know hour that we have here and this is an important part of the mission of the church so thank you for supporting it i think that was just because i'm just wanting to be back on tv again ah, he kind of missed know. being on tv and just wanted to <laughs> yep, get back in there pretty much it looks like we broke the ice we got ah. a pl- we got a pledge here if you can redo that is so oh i most it. certainly can it's jerry horbin family thank you so much Aww. jerry and beth they are two of the best people on the face of the planet and jerry is actually the first person in the church every day he gets there so early that i finally gave him a key <laughs> I said, Jerry, you can. And so he uh, he's the one who wakes up Jesus for me. God, there you go. So, uh, and the Lord says, oh, praise God. So it's a it's a wonderful thing to have Jerry there. So, Jerry, thanks for everything that you do. You and Beth and uh, Beth, his wife, uh, sings beautifully in our choir. She's a cantor and they got kids and grandkids that are just adorable. And so we're really blessed by that family. OK, there's another one that just came. Oh, in. good. Josh Flint. And so oh, and Josh and Mary and their new little one, Nora. God bless Nora. We just baptized her the other day. And so Josh and Mary are big supporters of Redeemer Radio. They love the stations. And it was neat as a young adult couple. They got to, to be involved in the mission here at the Redeemer Radio, which has been so life giving, not only for their family, but a great witness to what radio can do with young people in their faith. Correct. So um, I guess what we're finding is the the fear that, and maybe this will happen with some other people, but or maybe in other areas, but the fear of they're never going to come back. You know, it's been so long since they've been gone. You know, um, they found out it's just as easy to watch on TV and you can do a spiritual communion and it's just as good as doing another. Well, it isn't. And, and I think people are finding out it isn't and they, they really mm-hmm. missed it. You know, we as yeah. parishioners, it's like, okay, we can go back into church. It was great. I mean, uh, yeah, I got to wear a mask. If I have to wear a mask and gloves and a headset, whatever it is to get back, we're willing, yeah. we're ready to get back. And I think you're, you must be saying that too. So definitely it's been really beautiful. And especially not only in the church, but in the schools, getting our young people back. I was going to ask about that. How, things. Were you been open since the first of the year? I'm assuming yeah, since, since, well, well not, since, since August. And so we, okay. we've, uh, first of the school year. Yep. First of the school year, we've definitely been we've been in person. It's gone great. Our teachers and administrators, I I can't even tell you all of the hoops they jumped through to make it happen. And uh, the stress that they were under, I think it took 10 years off most people's lives. But they got them in because they knew how important this was for our young people, that this social interaction is vitally important for their mental health and for their learning. And uh, they they just did what it took to make it happen. And they really did a fantastic job. And so we haven't had any issues, um, you know, with regard to that. I mean, we had, of course, you know, you get your cases every once in a while here, but we haven't had major shutdowns. Uh, all of the policies went into place, the procedures. And so something popped up, a case popped up. OK, we know what the policies are. We know how to deal with it. Things went into into motion. And so it's been a, a great blessing. They prepared well and um, the school year has been a great success. All right. Uh, once again, call or text the word give to 260-436-9598. Um, you can go on to on the internet, redeemerradio.com slash give and give that way. Both are easy. Either texting or giving online are very simple uh, and they don't take much to do. And we're looking for 20, 20 pledges. And those pledges don't have to be huge. They can be small. Um, 
you know, as you can five dollars, ten dollars, whatever you want to give. We just need to get twenty pledges. We'll get that five hundred dollar match from Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. Awesome. Okay. Antonio, uh, what have you been seeing with regard to our young people? And uh, you know, Antonio is also not only does he chase me around and make sure that my life is actually, you know, organized and I get my stuff done, but uh, he also is involved with, and he's the leader for our Antioch youth ministry. You know, how important do you think Antonio it was to, for you as the youth minister to get our, you know, especially that age group, you know, high school youth ministry is so important. You know, how important is that, that direct social interaction for them? Uh, Yeah, I could go on and on guessing about what it would be like, but uh, I actually had the privilege of kind of formally serving, surveying them about that question. And it was really, really interesting to see the things that they were wrestling with, uh, the things that they had felt enslaved by since uh, lockdowns began and things like that. Uh, So so they told us and we've been able to kind of uh, respond accordingly. Uh, A lot of them were really just grappling with fear uh, Mm -hmm. and needed to kind of break through that to say that. You know, we, we can't let a virus, uh, however impactful it may be, uh, just completely uh, change and, and run amok all over our priorities uh, when mm-hmm. it comes to living out the faith. Um, so so they needed a place where they could come to live the faith boldly and um, kind of leave the judgment at the door. Um, it has really, really been great to see uh, things that have uh, kind of come up on the, the creative front uh, as we've been dealing with restrictions uh, of the sort uh, and still trying to minister to this, this group. Uh, one of the, the biggest privileges that I had was uh, taking a crew down to St. Felix Friary mm. over winter for uh, an Advent retreat, uh, something uh, we, we don't typically get to do with the leaders of the Antioch uh, community, you know, they spend so much of their time putting on retreats and, and things for other people that they don't they don't get to kind of sit back, pray and, and be formed themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this was just an incredible opportunity for them to do that. Uh, really delving into discipleship through the lens of the Blessed Mother Mary. Uh, we, we took this retreat down to St. Felix Friary on the Feast of Our Lady of Guadalupe. Uh, and we spent the weekend just kind of journeying through her model of discipleship first um kind of learning what it means to hear the word of God. And, and this was something um, th- that kind of caught me off, su- off guard off by surprise. Uh, a lot of these teens had never really spent time in silence before. Huh? Um, so so about eight hours. you don't have a teenager yet. Uh, yeah. You were surprised <laughs> yeah. You know, I always tell the Antioch parents that I'm so grateful I get to practice on their team prior to uh, my children being that old. Uh, but in all seriousness, uh, it, was, it was really neat to... Uh, kind of see the shock on their face when we said, hey, we're going to spend the next eight hours uh, in complete silence listening. Uh, and to this date, I, I mentioned a survey we took. Uh, a lot of these teens mentioned that as the kind of a preeminent moment of their conversion over the last several years was that time in silence where we weren't saying anything. Uh, I think that just kind of goes to show you um, the, the beauty and the grace that can come from directing ourselves completely to the Lord. I mean, most of these kids had a lot of time in silence over lockdowns yeah. and whatnot. And uh, when they were allowing fear and anxiety to control mm. them, uh, the graces were proportionate. But as soon as they took even eight hours of silence and directed it towards our Lord, uh, the beautiful things that came out of it were incredible. So we started out that way and uh, then kind of uh, dug in a little bit to Mary's fiat, what it meant to say yes and what it meant to you know, kind of say yes as a Catholic today, wrestling with all the things that we're wrestling with. I uh, went on from there to really dwell on her Magnificat. That was the the central theme of this retreat that we had with them. Um, 
not just focusing on the the joy of her Magnificat at the visitation, but also um, just the the gravitas of of those very same words. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord uh, at the crucifixion as well. Um, so just a really really incredible opportunity to um, kind of be formed alongside these teens and, and really grow in faith. Uh, experience so many graces from our Lord. It seems to be like hitting on that. You know, when you said like this moment of intentional silence was so profound for them. It seems like the, the lockdown, you know, gave them a lot of this silence opportunities, but it seems like we've not done, you know, that was something that we noticed, I think in the lockdown is that we haven't prepared for silence well in our culture, of course, and our kids were certainly not prepared for it. And I think that that was something that was really neat about that retreat is that it showed them that they didn't have to be afraid of silence. That's exactly the case. Didn't have to be afraid of it, but it's, uh, it's definitely something that most people are afraid of because the only voices that they heard were instead of allowing God to just completely subsist in that silence, rather they, they allowed the fear to, to go. But to be honest, you know, silence isn't such a good thing in the radio industry, right? <laughs> no. And so we want to keep the, we want to keep the silence uh, in a sense, you know, when people want to come and they want to hear the word of God through the radio, we want to make sure that we keep that going. And so people make sure that the sound and the noise of Redeemer radio continues because it's not the noise of the world. It's the noise of the Lord through the airwaves. And so we want to make sure we call or text give to 260-436-9598 or RedeemerRadio.com backslash give. And so we want to make sure that we meet that goal of $3,000. Call or texting give to 260-436-9598. We've got uh, a note in here from St. Monica's parishioner, Ethan Nowacki. Nowacki? Nowacki was the Redeemer Radio Student of the Month for March. Let me tell you you're about talk, it. You're talking about youth, oh. so that kind of fits right in. I could talk about Ethan all day long. So Ethan and his brother Dawson are my bodyguards. <laughs> and if you've ever heard me preach, you know that I need it uh, because, you know, things could get a little wily sometimes. But he, those two young men, and most particularly Ethan right here, he was like, uh, um, like Andrew said, he was the, the, month, uh, the student of the month in March. And... You don't meet too many young men like Ethan Nowacki. Again, from a faithful family, they're at Mass every Sunday. You know, good Catholic people, very family-oriented. When they're all together, they're all together. Grandparents, aunts, uncles, cousins, the whole spiel. It's a wonderful thing. I mean, his last name ends in a vowel. So what does that mean? You know, it's good (laughs) things. Good Catholic family. But the faith of this young man, I think, is also something that really impresses me. So not only was he a star lineman at, uh, at Mishawaka High School, phenomenal athlete, just a good, good person. People know him. His 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 friends know him for his strength of character, but it's also his strength of faith. You don't often see when I look out there, you know, I'll come, you know, for adoration. Rachel was talking about adoration, how we have all of these people there. One of the things that always strikes me is how many young people we have there. And of course, Antioch is right afterwards on Thursday. So that kind of helps us. But Ethan is one of those uh, young men that is always at adoration. He's there so often praying. Um, uh, he's got a little work conflict now, I think so. But, you know, such is life when you're a high schooler. But when you, you know, that's something that I think is some, we don't see that. And it inspires others when we see high schoolers, most particularly kneeling before the Blessed Sacrament. I think that's probably one of the most inspiring things. And I don't think they realize enough how much of a witness that is to older people. And so Ethan's definitely uh, one of those inspirations for myself and I know for a lot, a lot of people. And uh, I thank God for his uh, serving. He was one of the first boys I pulled out of the pews to, and uh, <laughs> I, I voluntold to be a to be an <laughs> altar boy. OK, I got a couple uh, a couple of the uh, pledges here. We've got Rachel Myers, the pledge. 
which is, you know, that pledge had to go real far, right? Yeah, yeah well, yeah, well, <laughs> Thanks, you know, I had to go Joe. all the way to Fort Wayne and back. Exactly. And then uh, Melanie Garcia. Oh, donating despite you. Father Jacob turning down my last-minute wedding request. Oh, harsh. <laughs> Savage, and I love it. Also, I love, loves also loves I love Redeemer you, Radio Right to Life, Michiana. So. Yes. Oh, yeah. And so, and Melanie, again, we have a lot of parishioners that join her in Right to Life and all of the different ways we witness to the faith out there. And uh, so love to partner with them whenever we can. Um, and again, speaking of faithful young people in the pews, making their, their faith a witness. Melanie, you're right there with them all so okay. thank you for loving me anyways and being <laughs> being so gracious to me even though right yeah okay so we're gonna go for uh, we're gonna take a break here uh in just a second um i want to just remind you during the break it's not a problem you can call in or text in your your donation so you can call or text the word give to 260-436-9598 and you can go online to redeemerradio.com slash give we're going to take about a two or three minute break here and then we'll be back and uh it looks like i'll, I'll try to get an update it looks like we've got uh, a long way from our 20 pledges yet one two three maybe got maybe five or six so we're looking for another 14 remember it's not how much it's the fact it's a pledge okay we'll be back in a couple of minutes Matthew's Gospel tells the story of crowds gathered to listen to Jesus for so long that they became hungry. And rather than send them away, Jesus challenged his disciples to share what they had, five loaves and two fish, with the crowd. But how would there be enough food? Jesus asked them to trust God would provide, and there would be enough for everyone, plus some left over. Redeemer Radio has been blessed with support over the years to help people like you grow in faith. Now, God is calling us to look outside our circle and feed the nearby crowd. Who do we see? A younger generation, mostly millennials. Many of them are leaving the church in alarming numbers. They rarely listen to FM radio and prefer podcasts and audio on demand. Redeemer Radio has expanded its mission and created the Spoke Street Media Network to reach them. Like the multiplication of the bread and fish, we trust God will provide the necessary resources with some left over. Thank you for your support, which gives us the opportunity to provide authentically Catholic content to those who don't realize they're hungry or who alone can fill them. It's so easy to turn the station and to listen to rants and and ugliness and uh, the Twitter mob on social media or, you know, the, the acidity of talk radio. And it's not good for you. You have to know what's going on in the world, but you do not have to immerse yourself in vitriol and anger. And so for me, it's a great alternative. You know, sometimes I listen to music. Sometimes I drive in silence. You know, most of the time, I listen to Redeemer Radio. Help us amplify the voice of God. Pledge now by calling or texting GIVE to 260-436-9598. This is Bishop Kevin Rhodes, and on Truth and Charity, my weekly program on Redeemer Radio, I talk with host Kyle Hyman about important topics in the faith and answer questions from Redeemer Radio listeners. Thank you for listening to and supporting Catholic programming 
like Truth and Charity, heard Wednesdays at noon, right here on Redeemer Radio. It cost about $120 to provide Redeemer Radio listeners with one hour of Catholic programming. All donors who give this amount or more automatically qualify for a specially designed t-shirt. Call today and support Redeemer Radio's efforts to amplify the voice of the Creator with content that invites. It's easy to become a Redeemer Radio supporter. Volunteers are standing by and lines are open for you. Call or text GIVE to 260-436-9598. Help us continue reaching souls for Christ. Call or text GIVE to the Holy Cross College text line at 260-436-9598 or donate online at RedeemerRadio.com. This is Redeemer Radio Shareathon. Thank you for tuning in to your listener-supported local Catholic radio station. Welcome back to the St. Monica Hour of our Redeemer Radio Sherathon, being brought to you out of South Bend, Indiana. Um, I think my computer just went nuts. Uh, right before it went crazy, I found out that we had about $350 uh, so far pledged to, towards our goal of 3000 we got a ways to go, we people. We got a ways to go, people. And last-minute Monica's will pull it off. Last-minute Monica's. Let's go, people. Don't forget to get those pledges in. It's call or text GIVE to 260-436-9598. That's 260-436-9598. Or at RedeemerRadio.com backslash GIVE. Okay. As I, oh, it really signed off. Okay, we'll be winging it here for a second. Um, that's yeah, a specialty. That's a specialty. <laughs> Right wing, left wing. Okay, we haven't talked to Rachel yet. Um, let's see what she wants to she wants to throw in here for us today. You're in charge of Catechesis of the Good Shepherd, okay. and this many people are unfamiliar with what it is, and it's nice. a faith formation program that starts for children as young as three years old. So even before they're reading or anything, we um, have a special place prepared for them called an atrium, and we use this term because the atrium was the space in the ancient church that was between the inner part of the church and the outside world where the catechumens would be prepared for um, fuller and more active participation in the church. And we realize that, you know, most of the children who are coming to the atrium are already baptized, so they're not catechumens, but it's a space that's specially prepared for them for their, um, for their developmental needs, their need to move around, their need to work with actual concrete materials, um, their need to acquire language, their need to just encounter something real. So we've prepared this space for them with teachers who are also prepared and the catechists, and we give them time to just experience their relationship with Christ. So um, in the level one atrium, which is for children ages three to six, we focus on that relationship with Jesus, the good shepherd, who calls his sheep by name, who gives everything to them, and the sheep follow him because they recognize his voice. So um, in the level one atrium, like I said, the focus is on that relationship, them being the recipient of this love relationship with Christ. We also um, focus a lot on the things that they experience in Mass. So they learn the names of many of the articles that they see at Mass, the Patin, the Chalice, the 
the um, ciborium, you know, that's a new word. It was for me when um, <laughs> I learned to be a catechist. Um, then they also learn about the gestures. So the gesture of epiclesis, with which Father Jacob is always very impressed that the children know. Um, that It's just of, so cute. They're tiny and they go, mm-hmm. epiclesis. Epiclesis. <laughs> You're speaking Greek to me, kid. Well done. <laughs> yeah, but they're learning about this gift that God is sending um, to us in the Eucharist and then our response back. So from the very beginning, they're learning about this covenant relationship with God, this 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 gift that um, we receive. And then the levels continue as the children age and in the level two atrium, which is for children ages six to nine, usually first, second, third grade. We start um, focusing on the image of the true vine about how we need we have a part in this relationship, too. So what our response is, and that generally ties in with the age of reason when children prepare for the sacraments. So um, that will be in the future. Um, that is m- not this year, but maybe next year. Um, so she's giving me the look right now. Like, yeah, Father, like, you're Father, not allowed to rush me. <laughs> yes, right. We got to build. We got to learn to walk before we run. And I'm not very good at that. I just okay. sprint. Well, before you get what mm-hmm. I'm going to interrupt you for a minute. Sure. Uh, since you've been talking, so you got to keep going. Okay. Uh, pledges from Jackie Moody, oh, Jorge right. Munez, Mary Pittman, Mark and Jennifer Harvard, Mr. and Mrs. Robbie Dennis. Andreas Boteo, and we're up to, well, that was $600. They haven't totaled in the rest of the money yet, but we went from 350 to 600 Just since you were talking. Just since you were talking. So, and I'm sure many of you know those people, and you don't want to be outdone by your friends from St. Monica, so make sure you call in so you're not left out from exactly. the, the right. people who are And that is, that is 10 pledges total, which means okay. we're halfway to our 20, and that $500 from uh, Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. So awesome. if you didn't catch that number, it's 260-436-9598. Or RedeemerRadio.com slash give. That's so exciting. That's so exciting. It is exciting. We're doing it. So Father doesn't realize it takes people to move those levels up, and it takes uh, all kinds of stuff to do that, and he just wants you to get it done, right? That's right. And that's his job. I, yeah, I shoot for the stars and the people look at me and go, let's let's go with the moon before we hit the stars. Yeah, but luckily, Father Jacob knows lots of people in the parish who are also he's um, they don't know it yet, but we need lots of help to build an atrium. So the materials themselves are are all handmade. So it takes a lot of people doing a lot of things to build an atrium. So, you know, whether or not you actually have children in that age group, um, you could have grandchildren, um, Maybe you just want to live your baptismal call of, of sharing the word of God and helping others grow in the faith. But we can use everyone, everyone's help in some way. I think one of the most important things about the atrium is the sense of wonder and awe with the kids. They get to explore the faith. Mm-hmm. It's something where they're not sat down in a, in a chair and said, be quiet, sit still and listen. And it's because uh, there's appropriate times for that. But this is something where the faith is where they can explore it. They can discover it. They are presenting these. They are presented with these things and then they get to dive into it. Mm-hmm. Um, at Easter, I spoke about the the tomb and how, you know, uh, John kind of stood on the outside and Peter just dove right in. It's that that both nature of being shown, but also diving into the mystery and to watch these kids in an atrium get so excited about the faith because uh, we all play mass when we're kids. Right. I mean, there's always the. You know, there's the colored sheets and vanilla wafers and uh, at least mine was always vanilla wafers because they taste so good and all those types of things. But when you know, but that was just playing mass like that's that's something that, you know, 
It's a part of WCS, weird Catholic stuff that kids do. But when they go to the atrium, they actually get to learn about the actual things. It's not playing mess. It's just learning through through exploration and through discovery. And it's just I get really excited about it. So I'm pretty passionate about this style of education. And because they also know that atrium is their spot. That's their That's place. So That's it their is. place. And, and they know that they have a place where they can go to, you know, mom and dad are in church. This is our place. Right. And that development of that sense of wonder is huge because when you think about our culture and our dependency upon like Google, you know, we're always having to have instant answers. And if we don't have an answer right away, we we reject something. So we really want to nurture that wonder and allow ourselves not to have definitive answers to everything, but just allow ourselves to ponder. And just like Antonio was talking about, you know, the the teens experience of silence, it was something that they weren't um, familiar with. So, but it was profound the 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 effect that it had on them. So, yeah. And as a, a father of young ones myself, I can attest to the way that uh, this style of teaching really sticks with kids. I feel like I have a new story about mine every other day. Uh, just really incredible things. Uh, the latest, my little one-year-old was running around the house babbling, starting to talk a lot now. And uh, we go back and forth trying to figure out what he says. And so I'd, I'd ask him, Simeon, what'd you say? And he'd repeat it verbatim and back and forth three or four times. Uh, pretty soon, my older child, my three-year-old Mariella, gets a little tired of this uh, banter that we have. And she throws up her hands and just says, Daddy, he said tabernacle, where my Jesus is kept. Like, obviously. <laughs> like, heart melting. They're just so cute. It's They're never too young, no. Never, no. ever too young. That is so very, very true. And it's just so important. I mean, and as with all things at St. Monica's, let's all be real. I'm very excited about the faith. I love all of these different things. I love the kids growing in the faith. But if you know me, I always have an ulterior motive. And the ulterior motive is, how can I build up my army of altar servers? <laughs> That's always my ulterior motive. And so when they go to Catechesis of the Good Shepherd, they learn the actual words for these things. Soborium, that is what is used to hold the bread that will become the body of Christ. The paten is what the large host is placed upon that the priests use. All those different things. And they're all things that I forget on a regular basis at mass. And so in the middle of mass, I have to look at the servers and say, get me this. <laughs> and if they are catechesis of the Good Shepherd kids, they're going to know what that is and they're going to be able to go get it. And so my ulterior motive is that my servers make me look good. There was literally a mass. It was Easter Corona apocalypse Easter. So there's, you know, nobody in the church or whatever. It's being live streamed. I got everything ready for Easter. I forgot to set up anything for the actual sacrifice. So the chalice, <laughs> the saboria, the patent, the water and wine, wine, everything. I didn't put any of that out because, you know, again, this is like the weirdest time on the face of the planet, right? What do they do? I just – I never even noticed it. Who noticed it? All of a sudden, I see all the altar boys disappear. I go, where'd they go? They had it all done. <laughs> but that's the ulterior motive because we need the kids to know these things. And if they're – and if we have, just kind of enrich them from a very young age – they're going to be able to to accomplish that. And so this is the stuff that we all need to learn about. And so little kids go to an atrium. Adults, we don't necessarily have atriums for adults, but we have Redeemer Radio. And that's what this is about. This is about where adults can come on their way to work, on their way home from work, or going to pick up the kids or going to the store. Catholics can come to Redeemer Radio, and this is where you can learn about the faith. And it may not be hands-on. Please keep your hands on the wheel. But we need to support this effort and make sure this is happening. And so I really encourage all of you to be generous and to call or text GIVE to 260 
436-9598 or go online to redeemerradio.com backslash give. Is it a backslash or am I saying that right? Is it a slash? Yeah, it's slash. Whatever it is. I don't even know those it's things It's actually anymore. a forward, forward slash. Forward slash. See, I've been telling you all the wrong thing. <laughs> Typical priest. This is where I am not technologically, uh, you know, everyone at the parish knows that I'm not technologically advanced. But I hope that you all are able to go on there and get those pledges in because we need to reach 20 before we can have that $500 uh, gift from Net, uh, Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. And for all of you watching online, don't forget we have this awesome T-shirt. If you give $120, you get a T-shirt. And $120 provides an hour of programming. Is that correct? Correct. An hour of programming, and you get to say you belong, which is very exciting. Because you do. And we've kind of stalled out at that 10 pledge number. So uh, we need somebody to call in and uh, kind of break the ice and go from there. Uh, Looks like we've got $750 total now towards our 3,000. Hey, we're going to make it there. We've got plenty of time. We've got 15 minutes. We've got 15 minutes. Last minute, Monica's. All of you who come into Mass at the last five (laughs) minutes, I need each of you to call in and give a pledge right now. And we would well surpass the $3,000 mark. Because Father can see everything from the altar. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, although like while I'm processing in, that's my favorite time, because while you're processing in, it's the multiplication of the peoples. You know, you walk in and the church is empty and I turn around. The Lord be with you. And I said, oh, my gosh, where did you all come from? But it's uh, it is it's a good thing. It is it's the multiplication of the people. I want to give a shout out to all the ushers out there in the world right now. All of the ushers and all of those people at the parish who are ushers in the middle of Corona apocalypse. That is not an easy job. And so I really want to give a shout out to all the ushers at St. Monica's because trying to find places for all these folks who are coming in in the world of distancing and all this other stuff that you got to do. I just want to say I thank you and I appreciate you all. Appreciate you all very much. There's a lot behind the scenes that they do. Too. They do. Yeah. Yeah. They get, you know, moving chairs, moving people, getting masks put out, all these different things happening. They got to do all this stuff. And cleaning it's cleaning up afterwards. Yes. Yep. Disinfecting everything. I mean, they're going all over the place. And so I really want to give a shout out to the ushers of the world. He gave a shout out and he's saying send money. Well, that's true. That's true. Too. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, they collect it all the time. And so so just know. give a couple. Yeah, exactly. That's right. All right. I'm sorry. We interrupted you no, a couple that's, of that's times. True. Are, are you are you good? Uh, well, I want to I would love because because Rachel knows of uh, catechesis, the good shepherd so much. What are some of the area churches that have catechesis, the good shepherd, just so that people may not even know in their parish that there's a catechesis, they, yeah. the good shepherd right. at their church. And so how do they how do they take advantage of this great programming? OK, so minutes, I'm, I don't know, have a comprehensive list in front of me, but some of the area parishes that have this um, this program are St. Pius the 10th, St. Matthew's. Um, Christ the King, Holy Cross, St. Babel's, um, St. Joseph Mishawaka will be starting it. St. Joseph Mish um, or St. Joseph South Bend has it. Uh, Queen of Peace, which is where I was origi- originally introduced to it and fell in love with it. Um, I'm probably forgetting some. The St. Adalbert's. No, but they would like to. Ah, see, there we go. All yeah. you St. Adalbert's folks, if we got you interested in it. <laughs> Yeah. You can go and volunteer and get trained. It's just such an exciting thing to flower? see. They have it here too. Oh, I don't know. If, I don't know if we said a little no, flower. Nope. Yeah, see, there little we go. Flower too. So awesome. Okay. There are just so many. It's mm-hmm. it's growing so quickly, and I am so excited to see that growth. As a pastor, I'm just so pumped to see the more places that have catechesis of the Good Shepherd. I feel like the the stronger the faith is going to be because once kids understand why we're doing what we do. They will never leave the faith, I feel like. Like, I feel like that, that ingrains in them. Once they know those things, they go other places, maybe they go with their friends, they go wherever, but then they look at it and they go, no, 
because I know why we're doing what we're doing. And that that knowledge is so vitally important. Well, and it's more than just knowledge. It's it's based on a relationship. And if we yes. if we wait until, you know, the, the Sacramento age, first, second, third grade, it's all about following the rules because you talk to any seven year old and no fair, you know, yeah. you're not following the rules. So we want, you know, how many adults do we hear that, you know, they fall away from the church because they never had a relationship with Christ, mm-hmm. you know, so we want to have that foundation. And then how we live it is our response. You know, it's not just about following a bunch of rules that are empty. Indeed, so true. Okay, we did get uh, we did get the bubble broken here. We got Carol Bauer. Thanks, Aunt Carol. Love you, Craig and Shelley Nowacki. Those are Nancy Rice, Ethan, Nancy Rice, and that gives us thirteen pledges and a total of fourteen hundred and seventy-five dollars. So we're a little over halfway to the pledges and just about halfway to the dollars. Well, fantastic. I mean, we are we are going to get there. I am very very confident in that. That's so, good because you said you were making up the difference, right? Well, you know, that's uh, that is kind of what uh, the pastor is here for. <laughs> but regardless, my friends, we got to make it there. We're at what thirteen pledges right now. Thirteen pledges. We need seven more pledges to make sure that we get the we because we don't want to turn away the generosity of Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. We don't want to leave five hundred dollars on the table. Come on, St. Monica's. All all of us, uh, you know, good good, you know, ethnic parish parishioners. We all know what it means to pull together and to get a job done. And so we want to make sure we get those pledges in uh, because again. Notre Dame Federal Credit Union has been so, so generous with us. They're doing this so that they can see this uh, mission of the Catholic Church grow and the mission at Redeemer Radio. And so I really want to make sure that we all understand that uh, they're our partner and we want to support them just like they want to support us. Mm -hmm. So call or text GIVE to 260-436-9598. Again, that's 260-436-9598. There you go. So if you, I guess I should, you know, the old... uh, the adage of being a good lawyer is you never ask a question you don't have an answer for. You already don't already know the answer for. But I want to ask this question anyway. Um, now that we're kind of back at church, have you got any stories or indication that people were like, um, hey, you know, we, we really miss being at church, but Redeemer Radio was a big part of what we were able to do while we were going. I mean, have you heard any of those stories? I know there are some out there. Um, I don't know if they've if you've necessarily heard them. Definitely. Okay. And so for myself as a, as a priest, I get to hear a lot of these things on the regular because I'm just with everybody. Um, but one of the things that they were able to share with me, or at least a couple of parishioners, that during the shutdown and all of these different times, what they were able to do was keep connected with Catholics throughout our area, but also Catholics throughout the world. What was going on? Because the news was giving them a whole lot of things to be fearful of. But so they turned into Redeemer Radio and that kept the hope of the Christian message alive and all of the different messages of the Holy Father, all of the different messages of the bishop, all of these things that uh, gave a counterweight to fear. And I think that that was something that was so important because there was certainly a lot of genuine and, and real fear that was going on as and it was rational in many ways. And so how do we balance that as Christians with the hope of the gospel? Um, I think that that is that next uh, that next thing that Redeemer Radio really played a huge role in many parishioners' lives of kind of bridging that gap. And that's what we're here for. I mean, that's kind of what our mission is. Um, you have to rap on the window and get their attention. See, there we go. <laughs> but yeah, so it is. It's important. It is important. It, and and the only way we can do this is by your support. Because once again, we are. Totally 100% listener supported. It's very important. And so, and I think that's one of my favorite things about Redeemer Radio is that 
you see the fruits of people. This is the grassroots effort. This is people realizing that there is such a great need. This is a work of evangelization. This isn't just a program that the church comes up with. Oh, let's try this out. No, this is a real need and people support it because they see the transformation. When I was at my last parish and at this parish, so at St. Charles in Fort Wayne and St. Monica's, I've been able to see how this radio station has transformed people's face lives. And they come to me and they say, I learned something that I never knew before. And it got me excited. And so it's, and that's what this is all about. And that's, that is what this is all about. And once again, we need your support to be able to do this. Uh, call or text the word give to 260-436-9598. Or you can go to redeemerradio.com slash give. And uh, they will take care of your pledge. I, well, they might take care of your pledge. <laughs> Father's having a hard time getting his pledge taken care of. But I think we'll get, we'll get it done. We're getting there. Uh, he wants to make sure that gets counted in those 13 or 14 pledges he's trying to get done. So. This is number 14 going across the... Uh, oh, this is exciting. Here. Okay, this is exciting. And so we're almost there. We need just six more pledges to make it to that that uh, 20 Five, mark that we're right. working for. That $500 bonus. And we're definitely working for $3,000. That's our goal as a as a St. Monica community. But also, even if you're not from St. Monica's, if you're just listening, come on. Come on. <laughs> here we go. Generosity and, and, and goodness. We're going to make it, though. I've, I'm very confident in that. Because I think that's something that has been really beautiful to see throughout this whole pandemic and throughout the time that we live in right now is just the Lord will not allow the church to fail. He will not allow the mission to go unpreached. And it's really just been, I think, just completely bolstering in my faith to be able to talk to my friends throughout the country and talk about how this has been a way that they have grown in their faith and uh, really, again, drop to our knees before the Eucharist. Rachel and I were talking about how um, both of us were surprised when we, you know, were at St. Monica's and the Eucharistic reverence that people have. I think the building speaks to that. The building, I think, focuses us on the Blessed Sacrament, the beautiful baldacchino, the canopy over the altar in the tabernacle, a very prominently placed tabernacle. I mean, it's nobody questions who is king of this church. <laughs> the throne is there. And uh, my favorite part is at St. Charles in Fort Wayne. No offense to everyone back home, but uh, that's uh, that will be uh, they're fixing this, I think, hopefully in the future. But the priest was in that spot, in that center spot. I always felt like I kicked Jesus out and I had my own seat there. Whereas I love about St. Monica's. The priest, when I'm not, you know, saying my prayer, I kind of blend into the background and the Lord is front and center. And it's such a, a beautiful thing to see. And especially at adoration, it's just heavenly. Like the, you know, you'll have heavenly music and there's the candles and the incense, a lot of incense, maybe a little <laughs> bit much incense. Maybe it, it might, it might obscure, it obscures <laughs> the, the, the naked eye so that you must, you must gaze with eyes of faith. Or uh, so at that point, people are actually grateful for the masks, I think, um, although they probably can't breathe even more so. But uh, it is it's just a, a beautiful thing to see so many people falling to their knees in in love of the Lord and the Eucharist. Mm -hmm. OK, uh, just a reminder, too, I know this is a drive pick up kids and drive home kind of time. And if you're doing that and you can't get to a, you're not supposed to be texting and driving or doing any of that kind of stuff. Um, Anytime we're, we're on the air the rest of today, tomorrow, and Friday, you can call in anytime or text it in and uh, just tell them that you want it to go to the St. Monica Hour, and it will get it will get credited this hour. 
But we want to get it done before we get off the air. Yeah, even better yeah. yet, if you are with your kids, they can call or text. So 260-436-9598. That's 260-436-9598. They, they can only do that with their parents' permission. And Whatever. putting that amount that's, of money in there. That's false. <laughs> they can do that anytime, and we all know that. Now The, the, the consequences are a whole other issue. But, uh, yeah, if it's one thing I've learned, it's kids know how to get to things, especially on the phone. God help us all. Yeah, there you go. But, hey, let's use it for the good, right? Let us use it for the good. Correct. It's, it's a great thing. And uh, so I'm just so grateful for everyone here at Redeemer Radio and all of the different uh, things and the programming and the support of the Catholic community that – uh, happens in in these two studios. I think that we don't know how many people are touched. I mean, I know people personally who have come into the church simply because they were scrolling through the stations and they fall on Redeemer Radio and uh, a particular p- piece of programming really touches their heart and they, it starts their process of discovery. Just like Catechesis of the Good Shepherd, just like a silent retreat for young people, this, this ministry starts people's process of discovery for themselves on what the gospel is. And uh, I just, I'm very passionate about it. And I think it's a, a very important thing. So I really appreciate everyone's support of Redeemer Radio. And again, that uh, number to support that mission is 260-436-9598 or redeemerradio.com slash give. There you go. Do you want to read this last remark on here? I'd read it, sure. but I think you should. All uh, right. And so we have made sure that uh, and so both through myself and St. Monica, we are making sure that the that pledge is of three thousand dollars that is going to happen. And so my good friends, we are very, very the people of St. Monica's are hugely supportive of this uh, radio station, both myself and the people of St. Monica. And so we're going to make sure that we get to that three thousand dollars. It says three thousand dollar goals reached. Praise God. Praise God. And it said, well, they, the, the one he wouldn't read was, it said, Father Jacob Myers pledged, we're waiting to verify sufficient funds. Hey, as is right and just. <laughs> as is right and just. So we got the $3,000. Yeah, you always <laughs> check a priest. Let's all be real about that. <laughs> so we got to the $3,000. Hopefully we have enough pledges to get to that uh, 500 Like I said, you can keep going, uh, even though we're going to go uh, off the air here shortly. Um, it's not too late. I think we probably need somewhere in an area of about five, maybe. We're probably down to five. Um, they're typing something now. I'll wait till that comes on. And then we'll ask Father to uh, give us a uh, closing prayer. And a, well, we hit just hit 20 pledges. There we go. So we made both. And you got the three. Well, $3,000 will become like $3,500. Way to go, people. Excellent. And uh, 20 pledges. Okay. So exciting. Thank you all for your generosity. There you go. And Father, you want to do me a favor and we can end with a closing prayer and a blessing. Love it. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks and praise for sending your Son and our Savior into this world to die for love of us and to be raised gloriously. In this time of Easter, help us to raise our hearts that we might glory in the Lord every day of our lives, that this ministry of Redeemer Radio might be blessed that the abundant fruit that comes from it might be evident in the church and that we might, through our support, help those fruits to be spread and that the graces won for us by our Lord's death and resurrection might become manifest more and more each and every day through the Holy Church. We ask you to please uh, bless all of the people, most especially working on this share the people who, who bring us the good news through the airwaves, and may he bless all of us, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 One last one, Nancy, Sasha. Saha. Saha. Okay. Yes. Thank you, Nancy. Okay. All right. Uh, I guess that's it for the hour. Thank you very much uh, for all your contributions, your pledges. 
And thank you all for being here. Thank Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this hour of Redeemer Radio's 2021 Spring Shareathon. Please keep us in your prayers. And if you're able to support the mission, visit RedeemerRadio.com to make a monthly or one-time donation. And if you're looking for more great podcasts, check out SpokeStreet.com.